got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning, damn. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Now you know those are fake yo-yos. Yeah, he's not here. He'll be here in a little bit. But it's Tuesday. Good morning. How y'all feeling? You sound a little rusty. Yeah, a little rusty, a little tired. Oh yeah, tired on your vacation. Uh, well, yeah, you could call it that. It wasn't really a vacation. <laughs> it is. I'm celebrating my daughter's 18, uh, 21st birthday. So, so how I guess is that you could not call a vacation? vacation. Is it work? Uh, it's not work, but, you know, it's it's making sure that she's happy and taking her out and doing the things that she wants to do. So I guess it's a little vacation and yeah, also y'all on vacation celebrating. Together. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. So I'm back today, though. Okay, all right. How, how you feeling? What you do yesterday? I'm good. Um, Yesterday, I actually... 
hosted uh, Pinky Cole, her book launch, Eat Plants Bitch. You know her as the owner of Slutty Vegan. Yep. She already has nine locations, and her company is uh, valued at $100 million after she raised $25 million. I love it. In this latest round. And the food is amazing. So the book is actually a cookbook. It has 91 different recipes. Wow. I'm going to try some of them because, you know, I love a good vegan meal, and I love when a vegan meal, you can't, they did a whole contest, well, not a contest, but they did this whole thing to see, um, they pulled three people up to see if they could tell which meal was vegan and which wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they couldn't tell the difference. They actually really? picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after this vacation, I might have to turn vegan. <laughs> I've been eating like crazy. So much seafood, lobster, shrimp, uh, you name it. Anything that comes out the, the, the damn ocean I've been eating and anything. I've been enjoying. Yep, anything. All right, and then after that, I had, a, I had a day yesterday. I actually went to the Puma store uh, to celebrate Lauren London's new Puma collection at their okay. flagship store. So she was there. So shout out to Miss Lauren London. And then I was the lifeline for Roxy and Sh- Roxy Diaz uh, uh-huh. from 106 and Park, formerly. And Chantel, I was their lifeline for the uh, show that Kevin Hart has, uh, Game Face. Okay, so you was, you was out and about yesterday. and running around yesterday. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Man, police do have that student in custody um, who is suspected of fatally shooting three current players and wounding two others, uh, yeah. fatally shooting three current players at the school's main campus in Charlottesville. So we'll tell you the information about the suspect, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. All right, so sad. We'll get into that next and more, so don't move. Charlemagne's on his way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, yeah, I'm make a- Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in Monday Night Football, the Eagles lost to the Commanders 32-21. So now the Eagles record is now 8-1. Still number one in the division, no? But uh, shout out to Washington Commanders. Now what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, let's talk about the student suspect who is now in custody after three football players were killed. And two others were wounded. The suspect is Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. He is facing three charges of second-degree murder and three counts of using a handgun in the commission of a felony. He was arrested without incident around 11 a.m. yesterday, about 80 miles east of Charlottesville. The people, the students who were killed were Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. Uh, The two wounded students are being treated with one in critical condition and the other in good condition, but they did not release their names Mm -hmm. right now. According to reports, the suspect had been known to campus police. Uh, They said authorities found that he had made a comment about possessing a gun to somebody who was unaffiliated with the university, but the person never actually saw the gun in question. And it wasn't also part of a threat to anybody. So they did uh, say the person said they felt that it was important to share that information Um, As well, now federal prosecutors are working with local authorities and his father, Christopher Darnell Jones Sr., actually did an interview with NBC 12 and talked about his son. He said he had some problems. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. 
New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with cold breakfast. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. The last time I talked to him, he said some people were picking on him. He didn't know how to handle it, and I just told him, don't pay it any mind and just go to school. According to the interview, the father said he was really paranoid, and he wouldn't tell me everything. He was a very sensitive young man. They spoke about a month before Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. allegedly opened fire on a bus full of football players Mm. who were returning to the Charlottesville campus from a field trip. He said he last saw his son when he came to his house to do some laundry. He seemed like he was doing well. And he said he just told him just to go to school. And yeah, he fine. said, yeah, I mean, it, it, the father said that his son was, said he was being picked on and bullied and didn't know how to handle it. And, you know, that's that's one of the most difficult things. And, and of course, killing nobody is never the answer. But 
you know, we need to have more safe places for kids to call and feel comfortable and get some type of help. And I don't know what that is. But as a kid, I was bullied, so I understand what it was, and I understand wanting to get revenge and understand wanting to get my get back at times. But, you know what I mean, it, it's, it's a difficult thing, and, and I feel sad for, for both sides, honestly. Yeah, and the father did apologize. I mean, there's, you know, I'm sure this is his worst nightmare. He said his son is now an accused murderer, and he used to be a friend to everyone and excelled at everything. He said, why did it have to get this far? He could have called me. If he had called me Saturday, I think maybe I could have talked him out of some things. Maybe, hopefully, but I can't even imagine the pain that the family of those three students who were killed, what they're feeling right now. Yeah, but it's it's like when you snap, it's 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 you know it could have been to the point where he's like, I just can't take it no more, and and I need to do something back. But if there was a place like maybe a safe place to call, or if you'd have reached out to his dad, maybe his dad would have been like, you know what, that's not the way, that's not the answer. We'll handle it a different way. It's just difficult, man. It's just really difficult. Again, condolences to those those young men that 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 their, their families and R.I.P. is just it's just sad all the way around. All right, and Odell Beckham Jr. is suing Nike for over $20 million, and he also put out a statement. He said, being a Nike athlete and brand icon was a dream I've had since being a young boy. When Nike exercised its right of first refusal to match the Adidas offer and not only kept me as a Nike athlete, but also made me one of their brand icons, my dream had been fulfilled. Unfortunately, Nike did not honor its commitments throughout our partnership. I have kept my promise and fulfilled my obligations to the brand. I am extremely disappointed that I've had to take these measures to ensure Nike fulfills their obligations and promises. Today, I'm taking a stand, not just for me, but to set a precedent for all athletes who've dedicated their life to the sport they love, especially those who don't have the means to stand up for themselves. So he said, we are responsible for fulfilling our obligations under our contracts, but we also have to hold powerful companies like Nike accountable for honoring their commitments, too. Yeah, it's going to be a contract fight. Whatever was in that contract, whatever he agreed upon, whatever that, that those lawyers went back and forth and said, OK, that's that's what this is going to be about. I, I know they said there was a fine print that, that nobody's seen allegedly. Problem with that is that's what you pay your attorney for. You pay your attorney to, to look at the fine print, the big print, the left print, the right print. It doesn't matter. They're supposed Pause. to look at that contract and Jesus make sure Christ, that they take bro. care of everything. How many now, times you want to see Odell's print, bro? You want him to be a giant again? Good morning to you, Charlemagne. Is that how you walk in? You walk what in you talking about the man about? print? You talking? I walked in and you talking about the man's print. Well, was, according you, to uh, the, the what's in the contract, allegedly, um, he was the first player in the NFL to receive such a title as a, a brand icon. That's what he was supposed to be. And uh, Nike allegedly kept just over $2 million of the nearly $2.6 million he was owed in March of 2022. And Odell Beckham Jr. also alleges that he contacted Nike about the discrepancy in pay, but also questioned the status of his guaranteed extension. And he was allegedly told by Nike that he failed to meet the required benchmark by almost $70 million. And he attributed the dispute over the threshold to incorrect language in their deal. Yeah, I don't think Odell would be suing if uh, he didn't have a lawsuit. I'm yeah, sure that absolutely. I'm sure that whoever his his legal team is, uh, they wouldn't be pursuing, especially a lawsuit against a company like Nike. They wouldn't be pursuing that if they didn't think they had a case. Yeah, so. it is a yep. legal matter now. And he also alleges that Nike stopped actively manufacturing and or selling royalty generating products after 2020 to make sure that he didn't meet the benchmarks that he was supposed to meet to get paid. Yeah, like I said, whatever's in that contract that his lawyers agreed upon is it's it's what's allowing him to to sue Nike. So we'll have to see. And no, yeah, and nobody's going after a company like Nike if they don't think they got a case. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like he's got a case. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is James from the Bronx. James. James. What up? Get it off your chest. What's going on, man? I got to talk about this traffic, bro. New York traffic. Yo. Mm. What is it about New York that people can't drive and the traffic is always crazy? It's bro. all it's all times of hours now, too. It's not like it used to be where you could, you know, hit, hit the tunnel or the bridge at a certain time and be good. Now it's all times of day and night. But that seems like it's everywhere. If you're ever in Atlanta, traffic is crazy. If you're in L.A., traffic is crazy. Florida, traffic is crazy. Traffic is crazy everywhere. Bro, but I'm saying it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. Hey, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. 5 o'clock in the morning is crazy for the people. It doesn't make no sense. Yeah, That's what I said. It's all times of day and night, bro. If I leave to get to work like 10 minutes late, the traffic is so different than if I would have left on time. Oh, man. With me, it's a game of of inches and minutes, really. Like, if if, if I have to stop to get gas, I'm going to be late. I think it's I think it's because less people are taking public transportation, probably because of safety reasons too. Maybe. But what about the traffic? They got these traffic cams now. That's even worse now. So now if you're moving like 30 miles, 35, you gonna get a ticket. Plus you in this traffic now. You know what I'm saying? It's like a double whammy getting hit with yeah. all the time. And New York gotta cut that out, bro. They got way they more cameras now, out. especially in the morning. I've been getting tickets left and right for going uh, ten over or seven. You gotta over. just go under thirty-five. That's how you don't get a ticket. If you go anything above ten miles per hour, that's how you get a ticket from those light the um, cameras. The world well, we good live luck, in, bro. Hello, good morning. Hey. Good morning, who's this? Good morning. Good morning, Boston Club. This is Crystal from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Crystal. Please, Please Crystal. Good morning. How y'all doing? Um, I just want to get off my chest that I know a lot of people in the world, everybody's going through something, um, whether it's death, whether it's the recession, you know, you know, and I just wanted to know that it's always somebody in a worse situation than you. Like your situation could always be worse. That's a fact. And just, Absolutely. And, you know, and it could always be better. To, <laughs> yes, it could always be better. Definitely. But you just have to take the time and pray to God and just let him hear your cries, you know, because he's the one that's going to make everything okay. But I just want to send some love to the world. Thank you, Queen. What you oh, what you that, going through? Yeah, what are you going through, hon? I mean, I'm, I'm going through a lot. I'm a single mom, and I'm just doing it on my own, and it's really hard right now. And at times, I feel like I just want to give up. But I can't because I have three babies that I need to take care of who look up to me, who need me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just really hard sometimes. So I just want to put it out there that if you know somebody or you have somebody that's going through something, check on your people. Because they may be putting up a disguise that everything is okay and it's really not okay. Man, the blessing that God has coming to coming towards you is going to be so incredible because even though you're going through all of this, you woke up this morning and decided to speak positive energy over so many other people's lives. You decided to wake up this morning and pour into other people and wish other people well. Watch the blessing God has coming for you. Remember I said it. Yes, yes. thank you, Charlamagne. I love you guys. I listen to you every day. And blessings to you all, okay? Love you more. All right, you have a great one, Mama. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Go, wake up. Wake your ass. 
this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, what's up, bro? What up, bro? Who's this? What's going on with you? Uh, this is uh, this Quest, calling from Milwaukee. Quest, what up, man? Uh, get it off your chest, bro. Charlamagne, Angela Yee, how y'all doing? Peace, King. How are you, brother? I'm all right. Hey, uh, real quick, I just wanted to say uh, I just got my, uh, my cert for IT. I'm not too familiar with the field. It's kind of like me just getting started. But I got the cert Saturday, so I'm, I'm really blessed that I got that. You know what I mean? So I uh Wait, what is it you know, that I'm you just, got? I'm just feeling good. I got a uh, a certificate. I got a what is it, the security plus comp tier cert. Oh, congratulations, uh, King. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't really know where to go, like what to do from here, because 'cause I'm still trying to, you know, get my uh my foot in the door with the experience, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, that's just all I really wanted to uh, you know, call in for, man. I, I oh oh by the way, Angela E, uh, congratulations on your show. Thank you. I've been calling, um, yeah, I've been listening since two thousand eighteen. Um, so I ain't I ain't been the longest fan ever, but uh <laughs> ever since I've been listening. Yeah, no, ever since I've been listening, you know, when I go to work I had a lineup. It used to be first taking breakfast club, but ever since I've been listening to y'all, I just been breakfast club all day. I've been listening to all the reruns and everything. So I appreciate y'all. And, we uh, appreciate you, yeah, brother. I appreciate you. that. I still watch my first yeah. take though, buddy. I'm telling you that right now. I watch first take every damn day. Well, thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Natasha. Good morning. Hey Natasha, your phone sounds a little choppy, but good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, good morning. I'm calling from Monroe, North Carolina, 704. 704. I ain't really got anything to get off my chest. It's really my daughter. She nine. She want to speak to y'all, not me. So I'm going to get her to phone. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. You want to call and you want to vent about your chest? mama, don't you? You want to get it off your chest? Yes. What your mama yeah. did? I'm thankful for my family and my friends. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. You have a good day at school. She's grateful and thankful. Thank God. It right? is, it you got to wake up season. and thank God. Yeah, that was that was what you do at Thanksgiving dinner. You, you go around the table and ask everybody what you're thankful for and grateful for. And yep. that's what she did. She and then got you, a, and you, early start. And you get to them kids that want to rush through them because they ain't got nothing to say and everybody ready to eat. Okay? <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about 21 Savage. Some comments that he made yesterday had people up in arms. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's talk Nas Twenty One Savage. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Well, there was a clubhouse room, and this happened over the weekend following the release of Nas's album King's Disease Three. And apparently, Twenty One Savage said some things that struck a chord with people. Uh, they were talking about Nas being one of the greatest rappers of all time, and here's what Twenty One Savage had to say. No, I don't feel like he's relevant. I just feel like no, he got no. They, he got none of them are relevant. Man, he's not. He's not relevant. He just has a loyal right ass fan base. Thank you. He just has a loyal fan base that that, and he still make good ass music. But they don't like, have a core fan relevant. base. Right, what, what, what? All right. Well, Nas's brother, Jungle, has already responded and said, 21 Savage is trash. Glad Nas dropped King's Disease 3 so fans can hear real can hear real bars. 21, can you do something for me? Well, whether 21 Savage uh, 
is trash or not. It's an opinion. I don't feel that way, but 21 is absolutely wrong yeah, about what wrong. he said about Nas. Like, Nas will forever be relevant because he's Nas. Like, the fact that he's even being discussed in that clubhouse lets you know that he'll forever be relevant. Not to mention, Nas is something that a lot of people in this business hope to be, and that's a legend, an icon, a classic, a one-on-one. When Nas' first album came out, 94? 94. I mean, he just won a Grammy a year ago, so I, I, obviously he's relevant. Even if, if Forget the Grammy. He's had a 28-year career. That should be the goal for anyone in the business. From his music catalog to his investment portfolio, Nas is forever relevant. Just because you're having a, you know, a hot week, 21, with, you know, because you got an album with Drake. Let's not get crazy, young King. And like, Nas's <laughs> album is dope, by the way. Yes, King's Disease 3 is very Nas's dope. Nas's album is dope. I mean, Hitboy is... Hit and Nas haven't missed uh, with any of that. No, any of the King's Diseases are the magic, by the way. I mean, I'm sure there's still some artists, some legends that put out records that are not good, but Nas is still putting out relevant, good music. And his investment portfolio and his music catalog. The man has had a 28-year career. We're still, come on, bro. He was being discussed in the clubhouse. Nas is classic. He's forever relevant. Correct. Yeah, so there's no way. And people were definitely uh, coming at 21 Savage for his comments. And he did uh, backpedal after getting some, some heat for that. You know how long 28 years is? 21 Savage is only 30. So Nas's music career from 1994 to now has been uh, almost as old as 21 Savage. Yeah, and I was looking at some of the comments for uh, people who had some things to say about that. And um, it was interesting. But he said, I would never disrespect Nas or any legend who paved the way for me. Y'all be trying to take stuff and run with it. And I mean, he, he technically still said Nas was relevant because he said uh, he has a loyal following and he makes good-ass music. What else do you want? 28 years in. But also check Nas's investment portfolio. Do the roof. <laughs> Please. All right. Well, just go take a peek at it. All right. Now, let's let's talk about the American Music Awards. Lil Baby, Glorilla, and Ari Lennox will all be performing. That's going to be at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. And so that should be interesting to watch. And other news with that, Megan Thee Stallion has gotten a restraining order against her label over the American Music Awards. She had to file legal documents to get that against 1501 Certified Entertainment and her distributor, 300 Entertainment. Uh, She says that 1501 made threatening and retaliatory moves to block her from using her own music in connection with the AMAs, which will be handed out this uh, coming Sunday. So the problem is, and right now the judge did um, give her that restraining order because they wouldn't have had a court date until uh, next Tuesday, two days after the AMAs would have aired. So they're going to air on Sunday, November 20th. So they had to give her that in order for her to be able to perform. We don't know what was really going on behind the scenes, but I guess, you know, it's a timely thing. Well, November uh, coming and going faster than October, ain't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. gave us next week. October came and went. November, like, I'm going to beat their record. All right, and Grammy nominations are going to be announced tonight. So the nominees will be announced, and there's actually five new categories as well. So that's going to include Songwriter of the Year to honor music's best composer and a special song for Social Change Award. So the Grammys will be handed out February 5th in L.A. It'll be February before you know it, like in a week. (laughs) Everything is coming up before you know it. All right. And um, Jay Leno is speaking out after he suffered serious burns from a gasoline car fire. I saw that happen. Uh, He told Page Six yesterday afternoon, I got some serious burns from a gasoline fire. I am okay. Just need a week or two to get back on my feet. TMZ reported that he, you know, he's an avid car collector. I'm sure you know that, Envy. Yep. He was in the L.A. garage where he stores his dozens of vehicles when one of them burst into flames. The explosion severely burned the left side of his face without causing injury to his eye or ear. He was then sent to the burn center. 
And it was a very serious medical emergency. He had to miss a scheduled appearance in Vegas on Sunday night. And they didn't give uh, that many details at first, but he has said that he is going to be okay. Yeah, it was one of those older cars. It was, uh, I think the car was like 110 years old. It had a, a, a fuel problem, and he, uh, I guess, went to check it, and the fuel shot on his face. Cars car ran off gas by. 110 years ago? I guess so. They had cars 110 years ago? Yeah, it's one of them old, 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 old cars. Jesus. Yeah. It's really 110 years old? Yeah. Okay. And y'all remember the fire Festival, right? That didn't end up happening. How can happen? you forget? All right. Yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Billy McFarlane, you know, he's the man behind that fire Festival. He ended up going to jail. He has now issued an apology letter to the Bahamian government. And that was yesterday, hours after the deputy prime minister, Chester Cooper, said they want nothing to do with his next venture. And so he's trying to do some type of treasure hunt in the Bahamas. What? <laughs> yes, here's what he said. Hey, guys, it's Billy McFarland. As you might know, I effed around. And because of that, I definitely found out. Obviously, I've had a little bit too much time to think about this, but I do feel like the moment's right to start making this up to everybody. You might have guessed, but I'm working on something new. This time, it's a little crazier, but a whole lot bigger than anything I've ever tried before. I promise I'm going to tell you everything in November. But before we get there, there's one thing you need to know now. This time, everybody's invited. Where is Andy? Where's Andy? <laughs> That's all you care about. Who, team, you is, who, who team is Andy on now? Whose team is benefiting For from Andy's For people who don't mouth? know who Andy is, Charlemagne, explain. If you don't yeah. know who Andy is, you don't need to know who Andy is. But those who know need to know where is Andy at. Whose team is benefiting Andy, from Andy's somebody's mouth? somebody's looking for you. Now, 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 let me ask you a question. This don't sound crazy. This don't sound privileged by all types of things. Well, the listen, man- the government of the Bahamas will not endorse or approve any event in the Bahamas associated with him. He's considered to be a fugitive with several pending complaints made against him with the Royal Bahamas Police Force. Anybody knowing of his whereabouts should report that. What so, do you mean he's a fugitive? He escaped from jail? That's what they're saying in the Bahamas. So I guess there's complaints. You know, he went to jail here. He actually served four out of six years of a six-year sentence. So he went to jail for four years. And he pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud over that event. But um, this is according to the deputy prime minister in the Bahamas, the minister of tourism. They're like, if you try to come here, you are a fugitive here in the Bahamas. You're going to go to jail. Oh, so there's warrants for him in the Bahamas. Yes, there's still complaints against him there. So he got to stay out. Well, we got to send Andy in there. Send Andy in there. Andy might clean that whole thing up for him. Andy might go have a meeting with the prime minister. The prime minister might come out with a smile on his face. Okay, ready to grant access to the whole team. All right, well, that is your rumor report. <laughs> Where is Andy? I wonder. Where is Andy? Nobody's right. done an update on Andy. Where is Andy now? That's a good question. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? All right, well, let's talk about... Now, this was so hard to watch, and this actually made the rounds and went viral. But we'll talk about a man who was beaten, a 41-year-old black man. He was beaten while in custody at the Camden County, Georgia, detention center. This happened in September. Jarrett Hobbs. And we'll talk about this case. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This fall, a great night's sleep starts at Mattress Firm. Right now, get king beds for queen prices, queen beds for twin prices, and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com today. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Now, last night, the Commanders beat the Eagles 32-21. Now, the Eagles are now 8-1. Dropping a clues bomb for the Commanders. Yes. Not because I like the Commanders, but just because they beat the Eagles, and that was an NFC East game. Okay? Yes, they did. We need the Eagles to lose some NFC East games. What else we got, Easy? All right. Well, former Vice President Mike Pence did an exclusive interview with ABC's World News Tonight, and he talked about the former president, Donald Trump. Feels like a lot of people are turning their back on Donald Trump right now in the Republican Party because they feel like a lot of the elections were, were lost from people that he endorsed. But here is what Mike Pence had to say. Some people also feel like he might be running for a presidency against Donald Trump. Here's what he said about Donald Trump. 2.24 p.m., the president tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done. It angered me. But I turned to my daughter who was standing nearby, and I said, it doesn't take courage to break the law. It takes courage to uphold the law. I mean, the president's words were reckless. It was clear he decided to be part of the problem. All right. Whoa. What? I said, this could be a good one. Them two going back and forth? No, it's Jesus. not. Jesus. He'll eat Mike Pence alive. You know, isn't Trump supposed to announce that he's running for president today? Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be yes. today. I'm sure Some people coming. are saying he shouldn't do it. And I've seen some outlets that were so supportive of him that are now going against him. Here's the thing. The problem with all those individuals is they have no integrity, no honor. If Trump announces today and, you know, he, he still has the momentum of the people and he looks like he's going to be the candidate for the GOP in 2024, they all going to jump back on his D. Think about all of those old videos you've seen of all of those senators from Ted Cruz to Lindsey Graham to whoever talking crazy about Trump until Trump, you know, got back in position. This is truly the epitome of uh, when, when you hot, they all over you. When you cold, they off you. But I just think that they feel like with these recent... Uh, elections, they feel like a lot of the people that Trump was endorsing lost. And that's why the Republicans lost the Senate. And if somebody that they feel is a better chance or a better nominee, but who's they'll better, be behind though? that person. Who's better? That's what I'm saying. I don't know that, who's that, planning to run you. But that's my point. There's nobody out there that has the strength and the power that Donald Trump has in the Republican Party. Some people say DeSantis, but can DeSantis win a national election? I don't know. I'm telling you, all of these people will jump right back on Donald Trump's D yeah. uh, if, 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 if there's I, nothing else But I also there. think they're Trump. blaming him for the Republican nominees losing in the midterms. I mean, they got to blame somebody. It was really the people that he endorsed that lost. Yeah, but they didn't know that until they lost. Before that, before before that, they were talking about how much power Trump had, and they're they're afraid that you know Trump can wave his magic wand and get people elected. You don't never know something's not going to work until it doesn't work. But I guarantee you, they will be back on his D in twenty twenty four. And I don't know if you've been seeing, if y'all been watching, there's been more and more MAGA flags hanging and flying everywhere. Oh, I Everywhere. haven't seen more than usual. I don't. No, I, yeah. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Yeah, I don't see more now. And I don't. I don't know who they would put uh, as the GOP nominee other than DeSantis in 2024. And I don't think DeSantis is as strong nationally as Trump. Because he won that election handily in Florida. Florida, though. All right, now let's talk about an attorney for a 41-year-old black man who was beaten while in custody at the Camden County, Georgia, detention center. This happened in September. Uh, the civil rights attorney, Harry Daniels, says that his client, Jarrett Hobbs, was mercilessly beaten by officers. And there's a video that's been circulating. And let me tell you something. Just watching even a little bit of this is so tough to see. Five officers can be seen entering his cell. One of them grabs him by his neck. They said they ripped one of his dreads out, by the way. And they, when mm-hmm. I tell you they are beating him... I mean, he is on the ground. He's they're wrestling him to the ground. Uh, one of the officers is kicking him. Uh, four out of the five officers appear to be white. 
and one of them appears to be black. They said the video is undeniable and the deputies act. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for are inexcusable and there's a third video from a different angle which includes audio but they're not releasing that video at this time but according to reports Hobbs was suffering a psychological episode at the jail and asked to be placed in protective custody and so uh, not sure how this went so left after that but now there's an internal investigation and this happened September 30th by the way so when I tell you there's I can't even see any explanation for why these five officers would have to beat him down the way that they did. He's not even swing. He's just a complete victim. Wasn't he handcuffed? Yeah. Or am I tripping? 
handcuffed. He was handcuffed, right? Yeah, he was handcuffed. I mean, they yeah, beat hand- his like he ass. Was it was awful. Yeah, I was going to say, let me guess, they got suspended uh, pending investigation, but you said there's an internal investigation, and I never know what there is to investigate in situations like this because we all have eyes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's never a reason for five police officers to be beaten on a, a handcuffed man like that. I mean, there definitely need to be charges. There's no charges against these officers or anything yet. So they're asking for there to be charges, and I do feel like if people make noise about this, you know, that's what you have to do to mm-hmm. make sure that people are accountable. All right. It's crazy in a situation like this that a uh, noise has to be made because, you know, s- somebody in that police department should look at that video and immediately all of those guys should be fired. And what, what they're saying the problem was is that he was kicking his cell door and he was told by jailers to stop after already being warned to stop previously. And he continued kicking. And that's why they approached him, gave him verbal commands. They put his hands behind his back. And the defendant allegedly did not comply and said, I ain't doing ish. Mm, 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 And they gave him orders. And then that's when the physical altercation ensued. And really, the physical altercation was them beating him up. And there's some people who will justify him getting beat up because he didn't listen. I mean, he told them that he was having a psychological episode. He asked to be put in protective custody. What more do you want? That's sad. All right. Yeah, and why would they sit on the protective custody if he's having a psychological episode? No, he asked for it. I'm saying, but even with that, it's like he should be sent to a facility, like a, a some type of mental health facility. Like there should be somebody that can come in there and you know help him through his psychological episode. Don't throw him in, just throw him in PC. That's inhumane <sighs> within itself. Right. Well, that is um, your front page news. All right. Now, yesterday uh, we reported a story about uh, two young ladies trying to get into a club. Right. Yes, they um, they were going to a club. This club is owned by the Tao Group, and apparently they uh, were denied entrance. It was a whole party of them, and everybody else was allowed into the club. And according to these women, they said they got to the front of the line, and the bouncer looked them up and down and said, not tonight. And they're plus-size models. All right, so we're asking, have you ever been denied at a club? What did it look like to you? 800-585-1051. New York was notorious uh, with this, uh, uh, I would say about maybe 10, 15 years ago. I mean, to the point where they like tuck in your shirt, tie your shoes, pull up your pants, like take the hat off. Like New York was one of the worst. I think, worst a, I think a dress code is fine. I think it's different when you discriminate against somebody because of dress code. And this was in LA. This was in LA. Nobody else had dress code. So in New York, to keep minorities out and black people out of clubs, what they would do is they would put a different dress code when they see you. You know, tucking your shirt, do make you do stupid things. Take Especially if it was like the inside. black night. If it was the black people night, they do certain things like they would charge more for drinks, mm-hmm. and then they would also have a different dress code than they would any other night. What about Absolutely. Dominicans? Did they let them in with the white jeans and the Shut Giants jerseys? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Have you shirts, ever been little fishnet joints? at a club? What happened? Yo, shut up, man! It's the <laughs> breakfast club. I wouldn't board. let them in because of their arch eyebrows, but that's just me. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about uh, these two ladies that were denied access to a club, allegedly because of their weight, correct? Yes, that's what they are alleging. They were with a, a group of people, and they said everybody else got in and then when they got to the front of the line the bouncer looked them up and down and said not tonight and now they started this whole hashtag not tonight all right so we're asking have you ever been denied at a club i'm from new york so yes i used to have to go to the club at at 9 p.m i used to have to 
They used to do me dirty. And New York used to do everybody dirty. That was just New York at the time. Uh, what about you, Charlamagne? Uh, yeah, I have quite a few times in my life, you know what I mean? And I don't even remember most of them because I don't be caring. Okay, one thing about me, I'm going to go where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. And I've never been that pressed to want to be in a venue that bad. You tell me you don't want me in? Cool, I'm going home because the way my anxiety set up, I don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> nah, but if I get myself dressed, I'm out. It's me and the fellas. We make an effort to go out, and especially... You got your crisp you, white jeans on. Your crisp <laughs> white jeans on because you're Dominican. <laughs> you got your Timberlands on, your new Tims on, and they tell you no, no Tims on. Tims with white jeans hey, What are you nasty. talking about? I wouldn't let yeah. you in with Tims and white jeans either. Man, I have this. one instance. I will never forget this. We were at... Um, this is a long time ago, but I was with Michael Kaiser, and... We were trying to go to this spot. It's like a lounge or whatever, and we were outside. Everybody else was going in. Kaiser, I seen y'all. I seen y'all outside arguing that day, but go ahead. That, yes, yes. That was not me arguing. That was him. <laughs> they wouldn't let Mike Kaiser in the club? They wouldn't let Mike Kaiser. It was him at the front, though, and they seen him. The president of Atlantic they Records, Mike Kaiser? Was. And it was, by the way, it used to be the Trump Soho. This it was the Trump Soho. Yeah, now it's called the Dominic, but it used to be the Trump Soho. They had a club in there, and the guy, and it was definitely feeling super racist. It I wasn't know crowded. Mike hit him with that. Do you know who I am? Now, he listen, did. he started going crazy, going crazy outside on the guy. He Bro. called him a bozo. He said, yeah, you a bozo. <laughs> Actually, Mike, now, the in way that, that case, I am, you were the clown because you couldn't I'm get like, in. I'm like, look, first of all, I thought it was he was going so crazy. It was actually funny to me, but I was like, the way I am, if you just, you know, say no, I'm out. But That's it. I, but I understand no. how he was feeling because sometimes you feel so disrespected. He that kept you, going. He was, I pulled over and watched y'all. He was screaming. What was the reason? <laughs> it was that's what I'm saying. The whole point his, is his there glasses. was no reason. His glasses were too thick. His <laughs> glasses. Man, do you know how terrible it is when somebody thick. calls you a bozo? It's this guy out here saying he's John Sally, man. He <laughs> <laughs> don't look like John Sally. He's kind of loves, but not really. My goodness. Let's go to the phone line. Bozo. So like, hello, who's this? Hey, my name is uh, Antoine. Antoine from where? I'm calling from um, Columbia, South Carolina. 803, what's happening? You got denied uh, from a club, look. brother? Uh, yeah, uh, this was back in the 90s uh, in a little spot <laughs> called Five Points um, in Columbia on Harden Street. Come on now, we uh, know about Five Points. I got denied entry three different occasions. Wow, well, five, you still oh, kept going back? Well, well Five <laughs> Points is the actual place. What was the building? What was the venue called? Uh, the name of the venue was the Knock Knock Club. This was back in the 90s on Harden Street. He's still mad. <laughs> Yo, he, you told us the address three times, but go ahead. 30 years later, he like, I'm still mad. But So wait, you went yeah, back I'm, three I'm times? Because they, they told me, the first time I told him I couldn't come in, I had a Sean John t-shirt on. They said <laughs> the logo was too big on my t-shirt. Okay. The second time, told me I couldn't come in because I had red shoes on. The red shoes, it matched my outfit. Third time, I couldn't come in because I had cornrows. It said, no cornrows allowed. And you know, in South Carolina, South Carolina is a right to reserve, I mean, restrict service state. That's just what the, something they did um, to combat um, Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. So the, I got talked to an attorney. That's how I found that out. That I really didn't have a case to sue to establish it. Are you trying to but, sue? Um, Why you kept trying to get in the white people clubs in Five Points, man? All the other clubs in Columbia you could have went to at the time, especially in the 90s. Because I didn't want to get shot. I knew you was going to say that, but I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> I was. I ain't want to say nothing. I, I, I didn't want to do that to all people. But I, I, I mean, I, I did used to go to midnight lounge, um, club forty eight, and all that type of stuff. But 
every, every time you went, it always ended with a shootout in the park. Okay, lot, okay, okay. You asked him. Hey, listen, you ever went to 1800 Blandon Street, the main event? Yes, I've been there before. Most dangerous. Yeah, at, at one point, it was the most dangerous address in Columbia, But South at least Carolina. you could get it. But boy, it was a good time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but this, that was years later. That was like in the early Yeah, that was early 2000s. That was old. That was like oh one oh two. You know, it reminds me. I used to have this bowling party every month, and I had it one time at Lucky Strike, and Ray J came, and they said they tried to not let him in. They said his jeans were too wide. I've never heard such a thing. Nah, that that's their way of saying they didn't want baggy jeans. No, they wasn't baggy. They said the legs of his jeans were too wide. They wouldn't do that to Michael Jordan if he came there with them wide ass <laughs> jeans. He'd be wearing. They, <laughs> they did might. that. They disrespected Ray J for no damn reason. They let him and, in, but I was like, why do I have to argue with y'all to get Ray J in? They said his jeans are too his wide. Jeans are too wide. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Have you ever been denied at a club? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I need equity to sign a deal. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. V. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about these two ladies that were denied access in L.A. allegedly because of their weight. You got the story, Yee? Yes, Alexa J. and Ella Halakis. They started the hashtag Not Tonight because of their experiences with size discrimination. They said they were going to this club in L.A., the Highlight Room, and they couldn't get in. That night, they waited in line and their friends came in. It was a party for one of their friends. They stopped and they were the only two that got stopped by the bouncers. And they said they looked them up head to toe and then said, not tonight. All right. We're asking, have you ever been denied at a club? Hello, who's this? Morning. Good morning, Mama. So we're asking, have you been denied at a club, Mama? So I have. I have a really interesting experience. I've been denied and I've worked at a club. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm originally from Miami. And okay. so before Liv became real big, they were not letting anybody in. Mm-hmm. They I were can see that. They were people, picking and choosing. And I just have to say, I don't feel like that's discrimination. They're trying to they're trying to give us an image of that club. And Uncle Charlotte and Envy, when y'all were younger, tell me if this is true or not. When dudes go to the club, they say, is the chicks at the club? That's right. What club mm-hmm. is it? What they look like? That's why they let y'all in free before 11. Let the ladies in free before 11 because guys will pay whatever if the club full of beautiful women. Absolutely. But check it. All, just because we're all beautiful on the inside don't mean it all comes out in DNA. And sometimes they'll say, no, not you, Ma. Your friend can come in, but you can't. And at that point, you got to make a decision. No, Do you, you can't. sit here and go back and forth with this security or and get embarrassed or just go ahead? Go I mean, I think that's whack, though. Your friend can come in, but you can't. They did that a lot in Yo, New York, too. That's business. terrible. It's not, about, it was. it's not about everybody's feelings, in my opinion. It's yeah, but if people are together the and they're there for a party and spending money, like, come Well, that's on. why your whole crew got to be a bunch of baddies. If your whole crew ain't a bunch of baddies, then the baddies going to get in, <laughs> and the rest of y'all going to Oh, what about go, they used to be like, you got every guy got to have two women with them to get in. Remember that? I remember those. You got to have two chicks with you, yep. I don't, I don't mind that. Especially being in this era where dudes started showing up to the club with 15 guys with them. Yep. Yeah, we used to be outside going in the club and guys would be like, can we walk in with you? Because we had a bunch of girls and they couldn't get in unless they had women with them. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yeah, yeah, this is Leon, man. Leon from where? Good morning. Good morning, Leon. Where you calling from? Leon, St. Rome. All right. We're asking, uh, have you ever been denied at the club? No, but I have seen where a bunch of fat chicks did get denied in the club because they came up in there <laughs> with, with two pieces on and they gut hanging out. 
all that cellulite hanging out. But you know right, what I mean? man. Nobody oh wants God. to see that, bro. Stop you are it. disrespectful. First of all. I'm not disrespectful. First of all, let me explain something. There is such thing as a universal standard of beauty. No, it is not. Oh that is a damn what do, lie. What do, you, what do you look like? That is a damn what's your, lie. What's your Instagram page? There we is see no what universal like. standard of beauty because you don't know yes, what them is. girls look like on Mars. We don't know what girls look like on Jupiter. Look, there's a human man, bro. Like Ain't no universal man. standard of beauty. Stop your lies. No, okay, well, go back and do your history. Throughout oh history, God. women have been beautiful and two-thirds of a man's weight, size, and height, bro. The white man you told you The white about? man told you what was no, beautiful, and you just ran with that. I want to know. I want to know what you okay. look like. What do you Africa, look like? In Africa, three. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well-looking. Um, I give myself pretty well looking. According to that universal standard of beauty you're talking about, the women in Africa ain't pretty, bruh, bruh. Five, six, say According to that universal standard of beauty you talking about, the women in Africa aren't considered beautiful, sir. Universal Crazy standard of beauty is, is blonde-haired, blue eyes, sir. No, and that's not. wrong. That's, well, a, that's European, bro. No, you no, said a universal standard history, of beauty. That is what the, you, you, you referencing, no, you're referencing no, white supremacist no, talking points. Not. Well, I want to know what you. I want to know what you look like. For twenty years, bro. What is, what is your Instagram page? Thing, so, what's the universal standard of beauty, then, sir? I just told you, two thirds of a man's weight. Two thirds. I don't that's even know what ridiculous. that means. Two thirds of a man's weight. So that means. Measure that fast. So that means if a guy weighs one hundred and fifty pounds, you got to weigh. It's so stupid, man. So I wanted, y'all hung up on him. I wanted to know what his page was because it always be some funny looking dude talking about what is beautiful. Like, stop it. Universal standard of beauty. Universal like you know what the like you know what the girls on Mercury look like. And like, who, uh, what do you look like? These stupid ass. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I have no idea. He just threw us off. Two thirds of a man's weight. We needed to get his Instagram page because I just wanted to have his comments and shambles. You're you going to go to the club. Excuse me, Ma, what's your weight? Well, you're not two-thirds of my weight, so you definitely can't. You Shut don't up. look like the universal standard of beauty. beauty. All right. Yeah, well, we got rumors on the way. He was an idiot. <laughs> I know, but that's why we needed to get his page. All right, and let's talk about a new biopic coming to Lifetime. And this woman does have a very interesting story. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? What's happening? How's everybody feeling out there? Good. How are you feeling? I want to shout out to Pinky Cole, owner mm-hmm. of Slutty Vegan. Yep. I actually hosted her book launch in New York yesterday, Eat Plants, Bitch. And so it's a great cookbook with all vegan recipes. But I love like her story and her work ethic. It's just Absolutely. amazing to me, like nine locations mm-hmm. and just growing. And her company is now valued at $100 million. Okay, wow. Pinky, drop on the clues, bombs, and Pinky. Oh, she got one in Brooklyn? Yeah, she has, yeah, one, she in has one in Brooklyn. She has one opening mm-hmm. in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she started in Harlem. She actually owned a Jamaican spot in Harlem, like, years ago before all this started. So now she's opening a slutty vegan just blocks away from where there was a grease fire in there. So then it just wiped out her whole Jamaican restaurant. And so... You know, she didn't know what she was going to do after that. But this, look at what she did. Yeah, just please don't try to do a vegan Jamaican restaurant. I seen the vegan oxtails one time. I wanted to cry. Oh, listen. That the whole good. purpose. Evan, you know good. that restaurant Man, in up. Brooklyn, the it Simpson, where you know the chef? He got a lot of vegan uh, chicken, and he has a vegan chicken brown stew and all of that. So he has a lot of vegan Jamaican. But you know a lot of Jamaicans who are Rastafarian are vegan. Wouldn't it just be so, vegan brown stew, though? Like, why call it vegan chicken brown stew? Because it's like stew? fake chicken. That can't be good for you, right? Like, in the long run, uh, and it is, we're going to have to realize that these foods that are fake are processed, too, Well, right? it depends on Correct. what they it's are. made out of. Most of them are. It depends on what it's made out of. Because if you make it out of, say, zucchini, or you make it out of, um, you know, there's different things. Uh, what is it called? Jackfruit. 
there's different things that you can make it out of that is still like a fruit or a vegetable or something like that that's not processed. I think chickens should sue, okay, because their likeness what? is being used. Yo, right? Shut up, you got all these jackfruits out here and impersonating chickens. Have y'all chickens. ever ate a slutty right. vegan burger? Have y'all ever had one? No, I went there in Atlanta one time. The one. line was too long, and I didn't want to get denied you, like how they do everybody. At why the don't club. you just call Pinky or call one of her people? That definitely got I you. I don't know Pinky. Yeah, she's actually here. Oh. These next, you know what? I'm gonna get some burgers and bring it up here. Because okay. it's in Brooklyn, I can just get them. But when I tell you, they are amazing. The first time I had it, I didn't even know about it. I was in Atlanta at the Revolt Music Conference. Mm-hmm. And she came and brought me a burger backstage while I was waiting to do my panel. And when I tell you, it was so delicious. I didn't even know her. I just posted it because it was so good. Yeah, I don't mind the word burger. Burger can always be uh, interchangeable. Right? Cause you can have a veggie burger. You know, I don't like the word hamburger, especially when it's beef. So it should be beef burger, right? Well, why can't you have a, a veggie chicken? Because it's not case? real chicken. The burger well, is a burger. it's not real meat. Huh? But the burger don't have to be a meat. The burger is a patty, the way the patty is shaped. Okay, like a turkey burger? Yeah. Okay. My goodness. You guys are just making me hungry uh, right now. But, <laughs> and you hungry? You when you meat? get out, when you, yo, shut up, man. When you get to Atlanta, and <laughs> yo, you're an idiot, man. Why am I an idiot? I asked you a question you're this morning. Idiot. We're talking about vegan and meat. I asked you, do you want some meat? Do you want and some P- vegan? Pinky Spot is a vibe, too. I just want to say that out there. So if and you ever get a yeah. chance to go out there, it's a, it's, it's a dope vibe. But no, I don't want meat this morning. And she has bar vegan, too. So it's a whole bar uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Vegan That's alcohol? No, no. It's a, you know, oh. it's a. But they do have. Say, now y'all bar, going too far. It's a bar that does sell vegan food at yeah. the at the restaurant, and it's All dope. It's a vibe. Food. Music is dope. It's it's, it's really. I be packed too. So mm-hmm. shout out to Pinky, really doing her thing, like and being Absolutely. really open and transparent about what she went through as a business owner. Man. All, All right, Pinky, well, salute to you, Pinky. Well, we got rumors on the way. Let's talk about little baby. He was honored in Atlanta. We'll tell you what he got. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to View. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So people were concerned for Sonny Hostin after they had a guest on the show on The View. Uh, Megan Tui, a journalist from The New York Times, who also has a book out about Harvey Weinstein and did a deep dive into that investigation. The book is called She Said. And during that appearance, you could tell she had a really bad cough. This was one of the most fascinating pieces of this part of, of your movie. Harvey Weinstein barged into the New York Times offices. Can you imagine? Towards the end of your investigation to try and intimidate you and shut down <coughs> the story. He's a large, imposing man. Uh, were you ever scared of him? And how far did those intimidation tactics go? Yeah, so there is. I'm so sorry for Everybody my coughing that, cough right that um, the little baby who gave me, <laughs> with whom I had postpartum depression, has now been giving me just like a rotation of cold. Of so. It happens, man. Okay. You know people be so scared to cough nowadays. Though. Especially like after COVID. And I'm a person that gets bronchitis. I get seasonal bronchitis, so that happens to me. Okay? It happens. All right? It's just a cough, people. When I tell you people go in like, oh, my God. Why? <laughs> they cough? You're coughing right now. Sometimes you might swallow wrong. In her case, she told you what it was. She got a little something-something from the baby. I swallow wrong. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You know, sometimes you do swallow wrong, but pause. That's disgusting. Oh, my goodness. You said it. Tell me how but I swallow wrong. <laughs> Yo, shut up. No, 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 no. Since Y'all we know here too well. and Logan is listening, <laughs> tell me why I swallow wrong. Because any, any way I try to explain it is going to sound crazy. But well, you tell know, sometimes me. when the spit goes down or your flow goes down, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. I'm not playing this game. I can tell you're good at what you do. I'm not playing this game. Yo, don't drop no bombs. King. Man. Get out of it. A king. 
The king is speaking, damn it. Let him talk. Or should I say a queen? A queen is speaking, damn it. Let her talk. Oh, my God. I hate y'all. You done, Envy? I'm done. I'm finished. So go ahead with the spit. No, go ahead. You done, queen? I'm, I'm done. You know, ever, I knew ever since I asked about Andy this morning, this would lead, uh, lead this to the type of conversation going. that we having right now. Goodness All right. Gracious. Well, let's talk about Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Uh, they are releasing a cannabis gummy collection together. My wife came up with this holy ear situation, right? And I just thought it wouldn't be right if Evander wasn't involved. It's a real limited edition with a big company in the world, and he deserves it. You know, I'm not poverty-stricken, but I can use a buck like everybody else. And I said, listen, let's just let um make some money out of this. Let's some kind of make this negative thing something positive, and we can laugh at everybody, because it was a joke. Well, that, uh, I guess the big thing with me was that I was glad that for, for the product itself, that it, it helped people. And if they're going to help people to be better, then that's what life is really about. I respect it because when I first uh, saw that, that was a while ago when they first announced that. I thought that to myself, it was, it was a Vanda's ear. Yeah. You know, and Mike so Tyson's ear. It was a Vanda's ear. It's cherry pie punch flavored. And so Evander said to put him to sleep, and he thinks the product is great. Well, I want some. Send some up here, somebody. All right. <laughs> Mike bites. Somebody from Mike Tyson's podcast, Hotbox, and send us some. Send me yeah, some of the medibles. Some. I'd love Absolutely. to try them. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about SNL star Chris Red. He actually has to have surgery after being attacked. All right. Now he's scheduled to undergo surgery today to finish the job of permanently repairing his nose that was busted. If you guys recall, here's what he said about the night that he was punched outside of the comedy club. I was just got done uh, texting my cousin who's in Olive Tree above the cellar so I could go uh, eat some of his fries before I hit the stage real quick for my first set of three. And uh, as I put my phone in my pocket, this, this man hit me in the face with uh, something. I thought it was brass knuckles because the way it cut my nose to the bone. And I, I've been, I've been, I've been like boxing for like years, so I know. I, first of all, I've taken a punch to the face before, so it, it wasn't like terrifying. But what was uh, worrisome is, is is how much blood was coming out of my face. I mean, it was. I mean, look, I got two fractures in my nose and a, and a, and a fracture in my cheek. It was safe to assume I was hit with something, but dude just hit me and ran off, man. And I and I was sitting there. I fell down so fast, I didn't even know I fell until I looked at the footage. Wow. Well, yeah, so now he is going to have to be under general anesthesia for about two to three hours, a plastic surgeon who specializes in getting his nose back into the correct place is going to have to oversee the operation. And so he's not trying to change anything about his appearance. I know, Envy, you're getting a nose job. I'm not getting a nose job. Nose back to its original form. I'm sending Chris healing energy. I just still am perplexed as to why he needed to eat his cousin's fries. Why couldn't he get his own fries before he went on stage? His cousin was there. He wanted to, you know, come say what's up to his cousin. Takes, you know, steal some of your family members' food and keep it moving. Mm. All right, and shout out to little baby. November thirteenth is now recognized as Dominic Little Baby Jones Day in the city of Atlanta. He got a proclamation from the Atlanta City Council on Sunday in celebration of his successful career and his generous philanthropy. Did y'all see that video of the woman um, who was cutting hair? And yeah, he gave her, yeah, and he gave her a bunch of money, and yep. she was just crying. We don't know the exact amount of money that he gave her, but it was something that he did like off camera. She dope. just decided to tell her story. But when I tell you it was life-changing for her, and just to see how much he can affect somebody with his generosity, 
Now nah, he's really amazing. a good dude. He's really a good dude. He's a superstar, but still a humble, down to earth, good dude. So much pressure when you get your own day too, though. And, and I think it's because of uh, Trade of Truth, because Trade of Truth does so much in and on his day and around on his, his day. day. Yeah. So he does so the whole much, week. It's so much pressure when you got a day. He got he camels. Remember he had all that. I'm telling yep. you. I do I do something every year for Angela Yee Day. That is true. Yep. Yeah, I do a, a free event for for. Uh, in Brooklyn for everybody mm -hmm. here and anybody who wants to come but it's nowhere near the level of what Trade the Truth does yeah, but still you just try to do what you can I hope it grows and continues to grow yeah I do I do charity stuff around my day in South Carolina like that's usually when I do like my annual you know uh, back to school uh, book drive book bag mm -hmm. drive and stuff like that yeah, and, and so I that's think what you should do. I think you should do charity. Yeah, whatever you can day. do. We um yeah. partner with we belong here with the Joe and Clara, uh, Clara and Joe uh, Foundation here, the owners of the Nets, and they did a, a gave to five different organizations in conjunction with that. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a good feeling to be Definitely able to do is. that. So, mm -hmm. but a lot of people get their own day and really don't do anything, which is fine mm -hmm. too. That's what I said. It's a lot of it pressure. It ain't like you asked for it. They just gave it to you. And it's usually on like a random day that you're not even thinking about throughout the year until <laughs> you get there, you know? Yeah, as, yeah. It's good to be around something. When it's around your birthday or like, nope, or, when it's, or when it's around something that you're already doing, it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense. And here it's mm -hmm. around the West Indian American Day Parade. So mm -hmm. that's... It's um, always around Labor Day we can mm -hmm. use this. Yep. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now we got you. Uh, who you giving your donkey to, Charlamagne? Man, four after the hour, man. I feel bad because I understand this teacher's pain. But there's a teacher named Samantha Peer. Uh, her and her husband, Dylan Peer, need to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with them. Both of them are teachers. And I understand their pain, but they got to come to the front of the congregation. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Accept no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum, large size condoms. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. <clears throat> yes, donkey today for Tuesday, November 15th. Goes to an eighth grade teacher in Arizona named Samantha Peer, a.k.a. Chloe Carter. And her husband, a fourth grade teacher named Dylan Peer. Now, this is an interesting story because literally we were having this conversation this weekend in Nashville. This weekend we had the uh, Thriller Possibility Summit in Nashville with a with a Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Nissan flew out 40 HBCU students in science, technology, and STEAM-related courses to introduce them to exclusive career development opportunities. And one of the panels we had consisted of myself and Angela Yee, uh, Will Lucas, Carrie Champion, just to name a few. And one of the questions presented was, how does social media impact the workplace and I was a little confused about the question and didn't know how to answer it because I honestly never thought about what would social media do for like you know the, the, the average corporate job and I actually said on the panel if you work a corporate job but you go home and you have a whole other business online meaning you might be a gossip blogger some type of influencer only, fan, my, only fans model would that corporate job respect it you know what I mean? Think about it. You're a model citizen at work, one of the best employees, but you have a whole other persona online that makes you extra income. 
Would your corporate day job respect that? Well, I think it depends on what the job is, the corporate day job. And I don't think under any circumstances you should ever mix the two jobs. Well, that's what appears after because they are school teachers. They are individuals that we trust with our kids. So we expect a certain amount of integrity and honor from our teachers, right? If I was in fourth or eighth grade and I could go on OnlyFans and watch my teacher busting it open, I don't know how that would impact me in our classroom. How could I ever call a woman Miss Peer when I've seen Chloe Carter? Hey, Miss Carter. Well, that's exactly what happened in this situation because Samantha Peer, a.k.a. Chloe Carter, and her husband have been fired for recording OnlyFans videos in her classrooms. A side hustle she claimed was necessary to supplement their low salaries. Let's go to the news report. School district is firing two married teachers who they say filmed sexually explicit content on school grounds. The district says that the husband and wife were making content for the subscription site OnlyFans. You've got to be joking, right? The school told parents that the students had been sharing material involving a staff person, but it was not filmed during school hours. Still very inappropriate. <sighs> Two married teachers fired for making X-rated videos on school grounds. I agree with the firing, but it is a damn shame how little to nothing teachers get paid. I will never understand it. My mother has been an English teacher in the Berkeley County School System for at least, at least damn near 40 years, as long as I've been alive. I still, to this day, don't know how she was able to take care of five kids off that salary, but she made it work. Okay, drop on the clues bombs for all the mothers who are public school teachers making it work with those weak-ass salaries. Mama! So, Samantha, I feel your pain, but you and your husband can't be popping that poom poom in the classroom. Come on. Samantha says she resigned under pressure on October 31st, Halloween, after being placed on paid administrative leave and probation. Now she put out a statement explaining why her and her husband resorted to X-rated videos. Let's listen. My children are the most important thing to me, and I'm already spending countless hours outside of my contract time on extra school activities, and I don't think it's fair that I have to sacrifice my own children's time because our professional salary did not pay enough. Arizona is currently ranked 50th state as lowest paid teacher salary. I created a content at the beginning of the summer in order to earn extra money on the side to help pay for our basic necessities that our salaries were no longer meeting. I chose an anonymous name as well as blocking the entire state of Arizona on my OnlyFans <laughs> so that it wasn't state. accessible to anyone living in the state. <laughs> It was brought to my attention on October 24th that a community member had expressed concerns to the police and my school regarding video content. Low salaries made her drop it low on her husband's penis for the world to see. How much were they charging? And maybe the kids in that classroom couldn't afford it. And you can block whole states on OnlyFans? Who knew? Hmm. Who knew? You know, I don't know how I feel about this outside of her doing it in the classroom. Her and her, her and her husband did it in the classroom, so I can understand the school letting them go. But what mm -hmm. if she was doing this in her own home? Would her and her husband be wrong? I mean, these platforms exist, right? These platforms help you make more money. Is there a moral clause that teachers have that says they can't do things like this? Because one thing about a lot of these old institutions is that they don't have any language for this new world, you know, that we live in in them. So did she really do something wrong? I'm not talking about the classroom. Doing it in the classroom is why she's getting donkey today, okay? Because two teachers don't care if you husband and wife doing it in the classroom. You're wrong. using you're, it's wrong. You're using mm -hmm. the school and your profession to do X-rated videos. 
Very fireable offense. Very much so. I mean, they, no, but wow. I can't See, say that. No, you can't say I that. I can't no. say that. No, you cannot. What do you mean? Show either. me where I can't say that. That's not one of the seven words. I, I wish I could have hit that dumb button, but go ahead. <laughs> what do you mean? Red hit it. Oh, good. Okay. Whoa. Good all job, I Red. Said was, well, Red hit it. Go, All Red. I said was kids could never look at the death the same again because that's what Miss Pierce, you know. All right. Oh, that's what we're off there, right? We're off yeah. We, we understand. So. Yes. Okay. Wouldn't work. But what if these folks were doing this at home just to make some extra money? Would they still be fit to teach? Would you mind if your teacher and her husband was doing something on OnlyFans, you know, to make some extra money, but they weren't doing it in the classroom? I don't know. Let's discuss. But in the meantime, please give Samantha and Dylan Pierce the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. I mean, totally wrong. I mean, they shot it in the classroom. That's just disgusting. I mean, it's not disgusting. It's inappropriate. We haven't it's seen disgusting. the video. I haven't seen the video to know if it's disgusting in me. They had sex. It sounds oh, inappropriate. In the classroom where your teacher, where your kids go to school and and has to, you know, it's go to inappropriate. The but I haven't seen it to know if it's disgusting. I have to watch it to know if it's disgusting. Okay, just you know, you're calling them disgusting. I don't know if it's disgusting. It's inappropriate. That is disgusting. That behavior is disgusting in the classroom, sir. It's inappropriate. I would have to see what she's doing to say if it's disgusting or not. You ever accidentally put your hand in something like that? What? Ugh. What are you talking about, Andy? Never mind. What? Never mind. You think the kids would think it's slime? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is leftover slime from the science project. I thought I took all this slime home. I thought I cleaned this up. What? What It's not sticky, though. It's just sticky. Goodness gracious. All right. Y'all played too much. All right. When we come back, who's joining us, Yee? Uh, We have Kara Saban. She's the CEO of Shea Moisture. And... We also have um, Chantel, who founded Play Pits. It's actually a a natural deodorant that she developed because her kid was stinky after going to basketball practice and everything. And so they're going to be here talking about these uh, community impact grants that Shea Moisture gives out, as well as many other grants that they give to the community. I always tell people if you're a business owner, you should apply for grants. It's not like something that you have to pay back. It's not a loan. It is actually free money. So we're going to talk about that. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. We have Kara Sabin from Shea Moisture. And we have the founder of Play Pits, Chantel Powell. Good morning. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Now, Chantel, when I first heard about Play Pits, I wasn't sure what it was, but it's a very <laughs> clever play on words. So can you tell us what Play Pits is? Thank you. So Play Pits is an all-natural deodorant that literally was created because my son smelled like a man <laughs> at six, right? And so I'm a mama that refused to settle, and I didn't want that smelly kid. And I feel like, you know, so often parents settle for a smelly kid, but I got in the kitchen and I created something that was safe and effective for him. And he loved it so much that he begged me to make more. And so Play Pits is now... 
a national brand um, and we're an all natural deodorant company that teach kids about healthy hygiene and has amazing products for the whole family. I know some grown men probably that could benefit from that too. <laughs> oh, we have gr- we have so many grown men that wear play pits. We have king and we have queen adult products and then we have the kids line, sugar, happy and sunshine. All right. Now, Kara, let's get to you. As the CEO of Shea Moisture, you've been doing some great work and I've done things with you, you guys have. during the pandemic, making sure that companies got grant money just because it was a difficult time. Right. There were people who weren't going to be able to survive the pandemic without some financial assistance. There were people who were applying to try to get some of this relief from the government, but for yeah. some reason they weren't able to get it. Yeah. So can you talk about some of the things and then we'll discuss what we're doing now, but that yeah. Shea Moisture did uh, during the pandemic to help some of those um, black-owned businesses. Yeah, you know, Shea Moisture from the very beginning has been committed to this mission of supporting black entrepreneurship and supporting uh, founders of color. And I joined the business in uh, December of 2019, maybe two months before the pandemic. And then <laughs> later that year, yes, uh, and then unfortunately later that year with, with, the, with the death, the, the murder of George Floyd, we saw the need in our community even greater. And so what we've been doing um, under the leadership of of my um, Simone Jordan and her team is standing up programs that help facilitate access to micro grants, facilitate access to mentorship, educational hours, because that is that's the mission of our business is to support other black founders Um, Because we were once a black founded business and now our our focus is on black impact. How can we make the greatest impact to close uh, what we call the racial wealth gap, which is 11 trillion dollars? So so explain that. Yeah. You know, when it comes to because you guys have this impact report that's available now. Mm -hmm. slash impact. Thank you. (laughs) But there is an 11 trillion dollar racial wealth gap. What exactly does that mean for people who are listening and like, okay, break that down? Yeah. Quite simply, it means that the average dollar stays in our community for far less time than it does to our counterparts communities and if you think about generational wealth that is through the acquisition of land through property through things that are handed over generation after generation after generation and because of historical oppression and discrimination in this country a lot of those methods for building generational wealth have been eliminated for us. And so now we are in a position where there's this huge chasm between the wealth in the black community and the wealth in, you know, the the general community. And so that is what we're committed to is working with founders like Chantel to help accelerate uh, entrepreneurship because we do see that as as a path to uh, building equity in our community. Chantel, what were some of the biggest obstacles for you as a business owner and getting started to get to the point where you are today? It it really starts with education, right? I'm a first-generation entrepreneur. I'm a first-generation college-educated person in my family. So when you go back to education and you've never seen, you know, a business owner in your family, you're starting from zero, whereas you have people in other communities that it runs in their family, they have knowledge. So for me, what Shea Moisture has done was provide so many resources, webinars and lunch and learns and things that we were able to log in on and learn about different programs and and just a lot of the things that we're learning, whereas it's been simple for other people, is just who knew, you know, cash flow and all that. I learned that mm-hmm. because of me being a business owner. You don't just know that. Mm-hmm. And so I've been super grateful for the the access to the information. 
our friend Ryan Wilson from the gathering yeah. spot, he's in the impact report. Mm-hmm. And he said that he feels like a lot of times our businesses are over mentored and under resourced. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so can you expand on that and how Shea Moisture has decided to tackle that? Yeah. We have to give the credit to our founder, Richelieu Dennis, who founded Sundial Brands. And I know you know Rich, um, Angela, but through his vision of the commitment of what Shea Moisture would be focused on, he made the decision in 2017 to use acquisition as an exit strategy, mm-hmm. meaning he sold the business to Unilever. And from that, one of the terms of conditions was that Unilever and and he and his family would create this $100 million fund called the New Voices Fund. And by the way, just sidebar, when that happened and everybody was up in arms and so angry, they didn't know there was a bigger play. Completely. Exactly. Exactly. So he, you know, had the long-term vision. It doesn't just stop with selling his business, which he called selling in, not selling out. But from that, New Voices Fund was created. Um, Chantel reminded me that you were part of, you know, the, the work that New Voices was doing. And then he went on to acquire Essence Communications and, and many other things. So the long play is really, what is the end game? And for us, the end game is to help build generational wealth. And so to do that, it's through standing up these programs. Yes, mentorship and education is a big part of it. But it, like you said, the cash is important as well. And we know that entrepreneurs of color, less than 1% of them have access to capital. And so we really need other businesses to partner with us to make that, that number not so dire. You know, Chantel, can you tell us some of the stories that you have about getting your business started and maybe some things that you learned along the way, some wins and some losses? I'll start with the loss, right? So recently, September 13th, I got a phone call at 3 a.m. and I lost my warehouse and everything in it to a warehouse fire, right? I started my business in 2018 and I've built it from my kitchen to this facility in Atlanta, Georgia, and to get a phone call at 3 a.m. that it was burning down to the ground was a loss that I was, I did not know how I was going to recover from. But the loss has brought so many wins. And so, you know, me being within the Shea Moisture family, Shea Moisture has definitely stepped up and provided opportunities for helping me with a grant and helping me, you know, and, and also resources, right? Connecting me with people, giving me information and helping me navigate this circumstance. Um, but then also we just won $100,000 with a grant and it was a contest, right? And so my customers, the Under Army, they came out and they voted for us to win $100,000. That's huge. Yeah, so that was with Capitalist and then we just won $50,000 with Pharrell Williams' organization, Black Ambition Prize. So, You know, you're going to have the wins and you're going to have the losses. And one thing that I'm learning in business is you have to, it's all about problem solving. It's all about how do you deal with it? How do you respond to the losses? How you learn from the wins and keep winning? So, you know, and how you turn those losses into moments where you can propel yourself to win. All right, we got more with Kara Sabin and Chantel Powell. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club of Morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the CEO of Shea Moisture, Kara Sabin, and the founder of Play Pit, Chantel Powell Yee. There is a community impact grant, and I helped you guys actually launch that. Yeah. And people can apply until November 27th. So Correct. give us the details. Yeah, no, we are so happy, Angela, that you, you partnered with us on that. So we are giving out two... grants. You will help us, you know, pick those finalists. Applications close uh, the week after Thanksgiving, November 27th. And it's just another extension of the programming that that we do on the business. I don't know if we have time to talk about the next Black Millionaire because that's uh, also an active 
uh, initiative that we have, but I'll pause there, but going to, to that grant. So that is an extension of the impact report. And when we decided to publish this impact report, you know, a lot of businesses talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Mm -hmm. And Shea Moisture (laughs) historically has been a really humble business where we do the action, but don't really talk about it. And so we felt it was important to document the impact that, that we've made because we hope it inspires other businesses to partner with us on this journey and I think it's also important to what, to what you were saying, um, Chantel, about educating our community on business. So there's a component that will be coming later where we're producing a docu-series that chronicles three uh, black founders through their journey in, in becoming you know, the next black millionaire. Because we don't really get to see the behind yeah. the scenes, the good, the bad, and the mm-hmm. ugly. Often we only see the the, the good side, like, oh, mm-hmm. you have a business now, you have a business now. But we don't document the journey and, and everything that it took to get there. It's so stressful. I'm stressed right now. Because yeah. <laughs> I think, like, for me and Chantel, I know, like, just even starting, like, my coffee business right now, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things I want to say about that. But putting my own money into something... Yeah. And, you know, that's a huge risk that you have to take. But I feel like you have to take it because you can't expect somebody else to take that risk if you don't take it in yourself. If you don't on yourself, yeah. So that's important to do. And then the other thing I want to say about coffee and then when it comes to Shea Moisture, just even thinking about where your product comes from. There's a lot of things that we have to think. Is it ethically sourced? Are people getting, because I know in a lot of places, we have to think about the labor that's put into making that product. Yes. Okay. And I know for Shea Moisture, part of the mission is also making making sure that women yeah. are compensated properly. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I, um, a couple of weeks after I started in, in 2019, that was actually the year of return, uh, the 400th year anniversary of when uh, the first enslaved people left the shores of Africa to the Americas. And so it was a life-changing experience to be on the continent in Western Africa at that time. But we took a trip to Northern Ghana, which is where our cooperatives our Shea Moisture, our, excuse me, our Shea Butter cooperatives are. And we really see those women as entrepreneurs themselves. Mm-hmm. And so everything that we do, it originates with the sourcing of the ingredient. And it's important that we're not extracting resources, but we're also putting back into the communities. I have to think about that a lot. Like when it comes to my coffee company, the way that we started it and making sure that we want to make sure that the farmers mm-hmm. and the exporters, the importers, mm-hmm. you know, we pay attention to who they are. We do have a black woman importer, Phyllis Johnson, who's amazing. Nice. We have a roaster, a black woman who's a roaster nice. also. Love and it. so we're really intentional about making sure we put our wealth back mm-hmm. into the community. Mm-hmm. Even building our space, it was all black and brown people that built our space and a lot of the products that are inside of the store, you know, we make sure that we're trying to circulate that dollar back mm-hmm. in as well. Yeah. And I, what I was going to say about that, and I think that is what's important about building black people building black, right? And when you can build an infrastructure or a business and you make sure your partners you're like you're still doing business with your people to make sure we're widening the impact Mm -hmm. um and that's something that we're very intentional about as far as our like we now since the fire we've partnered with a black owned 3pl company Mm -hmm. you know so like whenever opportunities i can partner black i will because that is how we continue to grow what our business you know is able to impact in our community and then i did want to say i was a small business owner that was in the in the midst of just growing and grant opportunities were available and I did not pause to take advantage of them in the beginning. So I want to say to any black business owner that's listening to this, take advantage of this free money, right? Shea Moisture, like 
they are putting their money where their mouths are. Like out of all of the partners that I've had over the four years, you all were the first to really give me cash in my time of need. Right. And so I was very like grateful for that. But now that you all are offering grants and other things, people take advantage of this free money don't don't get intimidated about application process take a little day schedule your time it's worth it it's worth it all right well listen um i want to make sure we let people know where to apply for these grants Chantel, like you said it's so important it's if so- i wasn't part of this i'd be applying for the grant do it today right now, <laughs> like it's it, it literally doesn't close to the 27th do it today like just pause say okay i'm gonna take an hour and apply like the grants that i've been able to win i'm so when i'm so grateful that we pause to apply because it's it's so impactful and it doesn't matter the amount you can get a $500 grant 50,000 but this like apply for this today yeah. all right and then when it comes to the educational aspect of it too because as we know and like Chantel said earlier there's a lot of um, programming that can also help you as a business owner learn things that you didn't know yeah mm-hmm. absolutely I mean the way the beautiful way that that we like to work is we think of it as a a, a, a Shea fam, an ecosystem. And so, you know, we enjoy working with partners like you, Angela, and we want to invest in in founders like you. And and so, it, it, you know, once you're in the Shea fam, you're in the fam. And so no, really, and, it, really. and that is true. Like, you know, y'all have done like we've been featured on Amazon with it. Like once you're in the family, like once you get the cash, like it doesn't stop there. Like it continues to, you know, bring in revenue for your company. So I definitely like do it today. Like don't hesitate. All yeah. right. Well, Chantel Powell, how can people find Play Pits? Yeah. So you can follow us on social at Play Pits. You can go to playpits.com. You can also find us in 365 Targets. Okay. And, say that. <laughs> look, 365. Perfect number, but it's still growing. I know. Isn't it perfect? It it's is. so easy to it say. <laughs> and then target.com and amazon.com. So we're accessible. And that was my main focus. Four years ago, I knew that busy parents, busy people want a deodorant that's accessible. And so we've worked very hard these last four years to make it accessible so we're almost everywhere and Kara let people know how they can apply, apply for these grants yes shaymoisture.com backslash 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 <laughs> you're renovating a home right <laughs> <laughs> I did do that <laughs> I did do my kitchen shaymoisture.com backslash impact alright well thank y'all so much I really appreciate it thanks Angela. thank you so much thank you so much The Breakfast Club it's DJ Envy and Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Keisha Cole. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, here's an exclusive from the Jasmine brand. Keisha Cole has a lifetime biopic on the way. They're in pre-production. Okay. And filming is slated to start at the end of this year. That's an Keisha Cole has an interesting story. We've seen her she on sure reality does. TV. Mm-hmm. We've seen her family. We know she's been through a lot, and so I just feel like this could be a really interesting one. I'm not mad at that. I mean, the thing about Lifetime with their biopics, they either hit or they miss, right? They had the Clark sisters they one. Had the Clark sisters. The Whitney one. Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. Salt and Pepper. Yeah, Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like this could be, and she's involved. So mm-hmm. that's a good one. All right, now let's talk about Lala and her son, Cayenne, her and Carmelo's son. 
So apparently he got into Syracuse and they had a big celebration. Lala posted, proudest mom on the planet. Your hard work and dedication is paying off. You are my son, my best friend, and my hero. To get a scholarship offer at 15 years old from the school your dad won a championship with is mind-blowing. Keep God first and everything else will follow. Thank you, Syracuse. I love you and I will always be your number one fan. And they had a whole celebration with balloons and I love it. Syracuse uh, balloons and everything in the background. And if you guys recall when Chris Brickley, you know, he trains a lot of um, NBA players. He also trained J. Cole when J. Cole was playing in the league. And mm -hmm. here's what he had to say about Cayenne because he's been training him as well. I was going to ask, what plays do you see that's coming up the ranks that people are sleeping on that you say is going to be the next? Yo, you know who's actually getting tall like Cayenne Anthony? Yeah. He's this crazy. So, you know, I've seen his whole come up. Mm -hmm. Melo's kind of put me on and... Now he's like taller than me, six four. Working out with Melo, him and Melo are like playing ones. Like he's in, he's gonna be, he's gonna be special. He's got his first few Division One offers. He's a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. I think he's gonna be special. Dropping the clues bombs for Cayenne. Absolutely. Lala and Melo, y'all did good. Yeah, that's a proud moment. 15 years old. And I think he's gotten a bunch of other offers, too. But I'm sure Syracuse, yep. it looks like Syracuse is the one he wants to rock with. Don't let make you feel old when you know these kids since they were babies. Yep. And now they're 6'5". 6'5". Jesus Christ, getting scholarship offers and they're only 15. Right. How old am I? Well, oh old enough that you ain't got no hair. And let's talk about that because Diddy Excuse is paying me? a lot of money. Jeez. Why would you say that? Oh, I'm segueing into the next. <laughs> what? Why would you say you that? We were just talking about bullying. Goodness do? gracious. Like, what did I what a shot. this morning? For Goodness no gracious. Now, how My much God. do you pay for a haircut? If you don't have hair, probably not much. But Diddy. <laughs> wow, another stab. Go ahead, Yee. Stack, here he is. Just saying, um, it's a thousand a cut, y'all. ain't no. No, for real, because, like, this is my barber, and I share him with the world. He's one of the best, but it's like, I'm outside, outside, so it's like, I need my hair, like, done every five minutes. But, um, if you if you want to pay that price, I can spare him, you know what I'm saying? Me, my, my you know, my daily price is 5000 you know? And I'm just saying, I'm just telling y'all the truth, because it's my barber, Marcus. Drop love you, brother. for Marcus, wow. man. Yeah, don't take less than $1,000. Know your worth, King. Know your worth. Know your worth. Now, Marcus, <laughs> I've been rocking with you a long time, Marcus. When I come to L.A., that's who I be using wait, Marcus wait, now. Wait, why? Marcus just can cut. Marcus but is great. You, cut? you got no hair, you can't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Marcus can cut. You can't just use Nair? Marcus is Bro, phenomenal. I'll tell y'all something. Hair, you know what? Let me mind my business. I'll tell y'all somebody yeah. else Marcus can cut, but if I told y'all who Marcus cut, y'all be like, okay, I see it. Marcus can cut. Like, he's a great, phenomenal barber. Drop on the clues bombs for Marcus. But I ain't got thousand dollars. I ain't paying no thousand or five thousand. Ain't gonna happen. I ain't got the thousand now. Nope. All right. <laughs> and shout out to Dion Cole. He actually has a special on Netflix today. Charlene's boy. Here's the trailer. Women judge men on what they do and don't do for them before you even know who we are. Cold game. Y'all been running it for years. Gentlemen, well hell, it ain't no gentle women to do. Name some gentle women. Right. Here's some gentlewomen y'all can do. Just go up to a random motherfucker and moisturize his hands. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Talking, yeah, I told that last night. Well, that's mighty sweet of you, ma'am. Thank you very much. 
All right, so you can check that out today. His last special was hilarious, so. I shall be watching that. Netflix still has great stand-ups. I watched uh, Neil Brennan Blocks on Netflix last week. Phenomenal stand-up special Neil got. All right, got to check that out, too. Mm-hmm. All right, and that is your rumor report. All right, my barber going to text me. See, I tell you, you need to pay me more. I'm not uh, paying yeah, $1,000. $1, By you the way, Mar- Marcus, uh, <laughs> Marcus's situation with Diddy is different because Marcus is always with Diddy, literally. Like, Diddy gets his head cut, like, every 10 I hours. Just, so if you have a body, you can't just cut your own hair? Uh, yeah, I could. Back. I'm just, I don't understand. But it. it's the experience. Like, you know, my man Bob experience. is my man Ty. Salute my man Ty. Dropping the clues bombs for Ty. But I like the experience. But how can mean? they mess that up? I'm sure you could mess a body up. If you don't get all the hair, because I'm sure the back part is the most difficult. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm all right. Well, right. shout out to all the barbers out there. So. Jose, what's going on? All right. Yeah, salute to my man Willis. So that's a lot of great barbers out there, but boy, don't get no ideas from Marcus, please. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> right? be like, price going up. <laughs> and Marcus, think Marcus is with a billionaire. If I was a personal barber to a billionaire, I'd probably want $1,000 a customer. That's should you change your price based off of how much no, money you should. Your price no, is yes, your price. you should. No, you, no, you should not. Yes, you no. should. It should be your price no, is your price. No, not if you're your somebody's personal barber. If I'm your personal barber and no. you got me with you everywhere, no. yes. In fact, Diddy should have Marcus on salary. That's, that's when the barber be cutting yeah. your hair. That's what he probably does. Your barber be cutting your salary. hair like, you know, other people be getting $1,000 and y'all just want to pay me. What do you pay? You said what now? What do y'all pay? What are you talking about? For a barber. Like, what's the... There ain't nobody personal. I ain't putting nobody personal. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the, let me not join that. I'll be damned if you pay 1000 for a baldy. <laughs> and you right. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong when you're right, Yeah, <laughs> Nah, you ain't wrong when you're right. I know. I can understand, like, Envy with the Beijing and all that. That take a lot more effort. That's an artist. Right. Now you paying Picasso. You now you paying a painter. See, this, man could be, this man could be out tagging shout subways, but he got to do Envy Chin. You shout know what I'm saying? Shout to Johnny. Shout to John. Shout to all the barbers. You got to buy paint. Paint costs. All right, let's get okay. to the mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. See, y'all go too far. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum Large Size Condoms. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. You got a positive note? The positive note is simply this. Uh, getting your stuff together requires a level of honesty you can't even imagine. There's nothing easier about realizing you're the one that's been holding you back this whole time. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.